Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever it is you're coming from. Thanks for joining. I am super excited to be back with my next episode of Rewarding Conversations as I am here with Riley. Say hello to the world, Riley. What is going on? I'm so excited. I, can't, I don't know if anyone can see my face right now, but I'm so stoked. <laughs> I love that. Uh, yes. Yeah, so for the viewers out there, they can't or the listeners, I should say, they can't see your face, but I can see your face, and I hope they can hear your voice, that you are very excited, which makes me happy, because I'm super excited. Uh, I'm super excited to have you here, and just right off the bat, um, just you know, telling people of how I kind of came across Riley is, um, I found you through Instagram. Uh, I have had two wonderful people on my podcast, um, Mason and Alana, through um, Advocate for Crohn's and Glittery Guts, um, and you had popped up in my feed, and it says on your Instagram bio, which I will put the links in the description and everything, uh, that you have Crohn's and celiac, correct? I do. Okay. So, you know, obviously the Crohn's is something that I've talked about before, but everybody's individual story is different. So I definitely want to hear about that. But I'm actually thinking of, if you don't mind, maybe let's start with the celiac because that's an interesting one for me because... I have actually, now I've fallen victim to hearing this. I have heard people say to me, oh, I have celiac. And I'm like, oh man, that really sucks. Like you can't do gluten and did it. And they're like, well, you know, it's more like a personal choice. And I'm like, you don't have celiac. Don't do that. (laughs) Don't do that because I actually have a very, very good friend um, who, uh, you know, is celiac and and it's very, it's gnarly. It's really bad. Um, So when people say that kind of stuff, like, oh, I have celiac, but you know, it's like a personal choice. I'm like, you have to stop saying that. Um, You know what I mean? So um, for everybody out there though, um, Riley's Instagram, if you want to check her out, obviously I'll put it in the links in the description, but if you don't want to look that up, it's Mm -hmm. underscore Riley.health.journal underscore. So um, anybody can check her out there. I encourage you to love your content, Uh, but let's, let's dive in celiac what is that like for you today how did you discover you had that you know whatever it is that you want to kind of get into with that journey of your of your life okay um it's kind so my health story is like it goes directly hand in hand um because i was basically diagnosed with Crohn's celiac like months apart um, oh wow! Okay, so yeah, I'll get boom, I'll boom. get enough. Start with just okay. Um, so day no, to day, I mean it, this is your journey. So you start it. If if it's that close together, you know, feel free is. to tie it in. It's a wild, um, you story. know, because that's like a that's a like a one two punch combo. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, first I'll just go with my day to day, like or celiac. I honestly find so much easier than Crohn's because celiac. I'm like, okay, I'm gluten free. I have to be super careful. Um, we're Crohn's. I'm like, okay, I can't have dairy. I can't have this. I can't have that. Like, so celiac is like, you can't have gluten, can't have anything with gluten. More kind of straightforward. Right. Yeah. And like, sure. It might be hard to like go out in public and be like, oh, well I'm gluten free. Like do you have modifications? But it's, I still find it easier than being like, okay, well I had an apple yesterday and I felt fine, but today I'm having it and I'm having a flare. (laughs) Wow. So honestly, like it's at first I was like, this is ridiculous having celiac, like no gluten, like that's so hard. And then as my Crohn's got worse, I was like, 
I take everything I said back about celiac. Like this is a breeze. So so celiac is you view it as even though it's terrible. I'm not taking away from that. Um, for all of you out there that do suffer from it, um, you know that do deal with it. Um, you know I don't want to put Riley in the spot, but feel free to reach out to Riley. You know talk to yeah. her about her story um, because you have been just so amazing and open with everything. Um, you know feel free to comment and reach out. You know to me or Riley, but um, celiac seems much more straightforward as you kind of explain yeah. it. Like just don't eat gluten. Right. And especially now, like I was, I'll get into my whole story in a second, but I was diagnosed in um, 2017 with celiac and I uh, just like the options were not as good as they are now. Like, I feel like now people like I have a bunch of coworkers now who are like, Riley, I have celiac. Like, can you help me out? And I'm like, yes. And I'll like send them pictures of my pantry. I'm like, I like this. I like that. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, right. But like in 2017, when I was first diagnosed, it was like, there was like two brands of gluten-free bread. Like it was really difficult. And so like now I feel like it's a lot easier. Not that it's not easy, like you kind of just said, but it's getting easier to find better options and things that actually taste good. (laughs) Because going from eating normal bread to gluten-free bread is a awful transition <laughs> yeah <laughs> my my really good friend uh, she lives in texas um who's celiac and she actually said that there's a restaurant that she was super excited to try because it is it is labeled and marketed as a completely gluten-free restaurant so oh. she was like really really excited yeah. because she said very similar to you that you know years ago when this was happening to her it was like she was like great i can't eat anything that tastes good cool um you know but now there's this entire wave of things that are being made that are specifically gluten-free products that are trying to be made at a high level and taste really good and and make a good experience so um just as kind of a quick subdivision do you have any products or companies or anything that you recommend to maybe people yeah. listening <laughs> maybe people are just starting to go through this journey themselves or maybe even they want to be healthier you know they don't have to deal with what you do but you know what sort of com- you know companies or products would you recommend to to the yeah. people out there listening Um so breadwise I really like I think it's called Canon House um it's n- just about the same size as normal bread um and it doesn't crumble it actually tastes good and they have like honey wheat they have like whole grain they have all these different types so it seems like it's normal it's not like just gluten-free bread um i also like this new bread i'm hooked it's called like um siete foods maybe it's like s-i-e-t-e and it's like um they just have like more snacky things at least what i've seen but I'm hooked on them right now. They use like coconut flour. Like a lot of things are dairy free too of theirs because I'm also dairy free. But um, I'm like hooked on their little like cookies right now. I just bought like three bags at the store because I go through them like that. So there you go. <laughs> those are fire. I like just I mess them all the time. And I'm like, so what do I have to do for a box of these cookies? Like they're addicting. <laughs> they're like the little like they're yeah. like, the size of like my palm and they're like covered in um like coconut sugar and powdered sugar they're delicious you're like let me let me be a you're like let me be a brand ambassador and just send them to me for free (laughs) i'm like i don't want to be an influencer like a brand deal at all but i will do it for them because they're so good so with somebody who has celiac do you do a lot of your own cooking do you experiment with recipes or do you still kind of rely on other people who maybe professionally know what they're doing more and rely on them so I, I practically just make my own food all the time, but I'm like the most boring 
chef. <laughs> I like stick to the same things. I like I in college, I would try to experiment and be like, oh, let me make like a power bowl or let me make this. And I would hate it every time. I, like I'm just very much a creature of habit. So like yeah. tonight I had like these gluten free like um, rice noodles and broccoli. So I was like, this seems quick and efficient and it'll yeah. do the job. So awesome. I, <laughs> I'm like really boring. Um, but I mean, I, I found a lot of like frozen gluten-free things that I like too. Like Dr. Prager's is a really good brand. Cause they have like veggie burgers or like they have, um, vegan chicken quote chicken tenders that are really good. So sometimes I rely on those, but yeah, so I cook my own food, but it's nothing special. Like, I've tried to make tofu. I've tried to, like, spice it up, and I hate it every time, so it's... Yeah, I actually <laughs> just saw at KFC they're doing, like, the Beyond Meat Chicken Nuggets at KFC. Yeah, that's huge, too. And I was like, what? I was like, that is wild. Like, yeah, so many places are doing it. Yeah. It's really like cool that... You know, whether it's and, and I'm sure they're cashing in on this, too, because, uh, you know, we we kind of discussed a little bit before that now gluten free, quote unquote, is the trendy thing. You know, people yeah. going, oh, I'm, I'm gluten free. And yeah. then you're like, are you celiac? And they're like, no, I'm just gluten free. It's like, yeah. okay, you got to be careful with how you talk about certain things. And I, I feel like a lot of people say it as like a cool kind of thing now. Like, oh, I'm gluten free. Not a big deal. And then it makes us look like. Exactly. Weirdos, yeah, like, exactly. No, I'm not doing it for the trend. <laughs> yeah. You're like, it's not trendy. It's awful. Yeah. It's really not fun. Yeah. <laughs> I work. I like, I'm a server. Um, mm -hmm aside from teaching, but I had been working this one wedding. I remember walking around with these like little past bites and I went up to some woman and I said, like whatever, I don't even remember, it was years ago. I said what it was. And at this point I had just been diagnosed with celiac. Like I want to say no more than four months before this. And she was like, said something about being gluten-free. And I was like, oh my goodness, like I can find something for you. I was like, I'm gluten-free. And she's like, no, I'm just doing it to be healthy. And, like, this huge snotty, like, tone. I was like, oh, well, I, and I, like, snapped back. And I was like, well, I actually have the allergy, and it's pretty tough. <laughs> I was like, walk you're away. Like, you're <laughs> like, I, I do it so I don't die. So <laughs> Yeah. That's, and then she, yeah. like, ate the pasta that night. It was something stupid, and I was like, come on, like... <laughs> That's so brutal. That's when you accidentally spill something on her. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, I wish I could be you right now, but I can't. I know, right? You're like, I wish I could live your bougie life. I wish I had the option. Yeah. Um, so you said that you were diagnosed pretty back-to-back -back with celiac and Crohn's. Now, yeah. what I'm always interested, kind of start, if you if you can, with that first beginning process of it, of you going, sure. okay, there's something wrong here. And then how did that kind of happen okay. for you? So I don't know if this is connected. I'm convinced it is. But when I went away to my freshman year of college in 2016, I had got sick with like everything. Like I had like mono, I had some other strand of mono. I had practically every illness under the book. And at first in my brain, I'm like, well, of course, I just got to college and all the germs, and all the people, whatever. And then um, as soon as I got home from or back to school from our winter break. No, my Thanksgiving break, I was like, my stomach's been really bad. Like I would get these waves of like being literally bent over in pain. And I was like researching what it could be. And I remember seeing like stomach ulcers and like gastritis and all these other 
things. And I went to six doctors from November to February. And so all, you went no. to six doctors? Yeah, I went. I yeah, because every I would go to a doctor and they would tell me something and I get the test done and it was negative. I was like, OK, second opinion. OK, third. OK, fourth. Wow. Yeah. So I went all over and I it was weird because I would keep having these like waves like it would be like a few minutes of me being bent over like I might pass out and I have a high pain tolerance. And so I'd be like, if I'm in this much pain, like something's wrong. Yeah, something's wrong. So I had finally it was like and I went to school in Massachusetts and I'm in New York. So I was like an hour and a half away from home. So it wasn't bad at all. But I remember I called my mom at 2 a.m. one morning just crying. because I was like, Mom, I can't sleep. My stomach's really bad. So I went home <clears throat> that night at like 3 a.m. And the next morning we went to the ER. We spent the day in the ER. And um, I got a CT scan. And I had appendicitis. And my appendix had been ruptured. Yeah. So my, yeah. So my appendix and my doctor was like, Riley, what has taken you so long? Like, you have an infection all over your body. Like, she's screaming. And I was like, I've been in pain since November, but I didn't think it was that bad. And my my friends were like, you could have died. Like, everyone was panicking me. So I went to surgery. And as I was under for my surgery, the surgeon told my mom, like, we see signs of Crohn's and Riley. We're going to go get it tested. So I um, recovered, and then they had basically come back and said, you have Crohn's. So as I was getting all my tests done for Crohn's, like just to make sure I was getting like blood work and colonoscopies and whatever, they were like, oh, we think we see signs of celiac. And that was the one that made me the most mad at the time. I was like, no yeah. way. I like, hung up the phone. And I was like, no, like You're I wrong. will not have celiac. Yeah. And I, cause my thing was bagels. Like I love bagels. <laughs> so oh, I was like, bagels are so good. Yeah. So I was like, I'm not giving up bagels. Like no way. And I remember I went to my GI and he was like, we are 99% sure you have celiac, but we're going to get a blood test just to confirm. And I went and got a bagel that night or that afternoon. I was like, no. Let's celebrate. <laughs> Let's celebrate with a bagel. Yeah, I was like, okay, good try. <laughs> so um, then that came back. And that, like I said, that was one that made me like cry. I was like, yeah. how am I supposed to change my whole diet? Um, So yeah, that was kind of basically. And then after that, like. I basically went on um, Remicade right away and started treatments and infusions. So it was a long, it was a long time to figure it out. Like close now, to a year. Yeah. Now, now something I'm always kind of wondering about because uh, both Alana and Mason both okay. talked about something that you had mentioned very briefly, which was you know, like your flares, your flare ups. Mm. Now that experience is different for the both of them. So if you don't mind, Talk to me about your experiences. How is there like a how often they happen kind of thing? Or is it just literally whenever it feels like happening, it happens? Or, you know, do you do certain things that you go, oh, I know I shouldn't have done that. I'm triggering something. Like, right. how does that work exactly? So when I was first having stomach pains, we're, we think to this day that that was just appendicitis. So I don't even yeah. know if that was like actually Crohn's. We're kind of still my doctor and I are like, was it Crohn's that came first and made you have appendicitis or appendicitis made you have Crohn's? Like, which came first? But my actual flares, I remember um, my first one was scary because I, like, had never, like I said, I have a high pain tolerance, so I don't really, Yeah. I was just, like, confused. Like, what did I do to deserve this kind of pain? Um, I don't really remember what triggered it, but I just remember, like, 
being bent over in pain. Like I always use a heating pad and, but that wasn't helping. Like nothing was, um, making me feel better. I remember I like couldn't eat cause it was just so much pain and like super bloated. Um, I like couldn't even put pressure, like my hand on my stomach, like that kind of stuff. But usually when I would have flares, cause I haven't had one in a while, knock on wood, but it would be, I would eat something and I'd be like, that's going to end poorly. Like I couldn't oh. eat corn or I couldn't have beans, um, broccoli, cauliflower, apples, stuff like that. That's, man, like that's all brutal. The gassy and like fibrous. Yeah. Food. So I was yeah. literally on like a rice diet for a long time because I was like, this is safe. <laughs> I'll yeah. be okay here. I'm going to go with safety. Um, <laughs> so what are, now you talked about some of the kind of everyday foods that you can and can't eat. Um, are are you a dessert person? Are there any certain desserts that you really like or anything like that? Hi. Do you Sorry, ha- do you have a guest? My cat ran in. Okay, we we have a guest. We have Riley's cat. Now, what like how old is the cat? What's the cat's name? She, her name's Salem. She is come here. She's um eight months maybe nine months. She's little. Oh, okay, she's a youngin. We we pause this regularly oh, scheduled podcast for a kitty break. Oh, she's like black. Okay. Yeah. She's like jet black. Yeah. She just like there, runs and see what I'm doing and leaves. She's like, There okay, was no. Salem and then there goes there Salem. Goes. That was and her two <laughs> seconds of fame. Um so no do you have Yeah, you. exactly. That's it. Um so do you have any um are you a dessert person? And are there any certain desserts that you particularly like that you can have? Um not I don't know, like not really. I've never mm-hmm been huge on that um well that's good then yeah i like i was always the kid like if we had cupcakes i'd like take the frosting off like i just wanted like what i am i am still that kid yeah no i am too i'm I'm still that 36 year old kid (laughs) (laughs) um so i don't like if i go out i don't really get dessert i mean if i like make like cookies at home yeah it takes me like a day but like i don't really it's a process i know but um yeah, I don't, I don't not, I don't really have like a go-to. I just, I'm more of like a savory, like salty kind of. Yeah, I'm the same way. Um, something except for I'm, those I was talking about earlier, those. Yeah, except for, except for those that. cookies. Um, <laughs> shout out to that company, Sponsor Riley. Um, I just but, posted on my story, I said, please. <laughs> I, I, I saw the story and I saw this, so I know what you're talking about. And it's, you're, you're like, please give me them. Um, so shout out to them, Sponsor Riley. But um, so uh, something I'm always interested in is when I talk to people that have been through tough things and are currently going through tough things, I always like to also ask, you know, has anything in your life changed for the positive since then? Has it allowed you to refocus on anything and get get better in other areas or, you know, even realize and appreciate the other things that you have or anything like that? Right. Um, or are you just like bitter and angry, which you're perfectly <laughs> allowed to be. Um, but I but I always like to ask, you know, are there, you know, have you turned it around and created any positives out of this? Because I know you have your Instagram and you have, I think, like almost yeah. a thousand followers, something like I that, know. you know, which is really cool. And, I barely post on it. I feel so bad for people that follow me. But I'm no, like, no. I, I mean, come back, like every year I'm like, hey, still here. <laughs> here once a year still alive um but but i'm always curious because when somebody goes through something and they are going through something and it's hard and they are willing to talk about it publicly i always commend that because you never know you could have that one person that's suffering out there that says 
you know, I have celiac, I have Crohn's, and this is awful. And then they come across your profile and they go, oh, wow, somebody else that gets it, somebody that understands it. So, right. you know, um, you know, maybe for, for, you know, I'm not asking you to be a martyr or anything, but, you know, you know, what, what sort of positives have come out of, you know, you discovering this about yourself? Like, have you made any positive changes in your life or are you still just kind of day to day dealing with it? So I'm definitely still kind of day to day dealing with it, but I definitely think since being diagnosed with Crohn's and celiac, like it had 100% forced me into a whole lifestyle change. And I had never been like unhealthy, um, but it just kind of pushed me more to be like, pay attention to what you're putting in your body. Yeah. And just actually more like getting into fitness because literally I was diagnosed and then I was like, I'm going to go to the gym. And like, I had ne- I've been like a high school athlete, but not like, yeah. let me try to lift weights. Like I'd never thought about that. Yeah. So it definitely had made me more healthier physically, emotionally, mentally, because it literally forced me into like this different world and like lifestyle it puts you in a different box yeah right right and it was awful at first like i mean anyone going through it gets anyone that went through it gets it like the girls that get it get it (laughs) like yeah if you get it you get it right um but i i think it definitely just like aside from having to change everything, I think it just really made me stronger and kind of be like, I can go through that. I can go through this surgery. I can go through that. Like these procedures don't scare me. Like, I think it just kind of mentally made me a lot stronger because like now, um, I go in for like blood work and I'm like, okay, you know, we're like, the usual i'd be like don't t- like don't get near me with the yeah. needle get away from me and right. now you're just like all right here's the next thing i gotta do right. you know, like, and I like usual right it's just like a different mentality like i really just don't think about it like my mom recently had surgery and she was so nervous and she's like i just think about you and you were so strong for years and it's just like i just had that mentality of like it has to yeah. be done like, i i'm gonna be fine i'm gonna come out of it like it'll be okay you know i had really yeah. no, no other option too um yeah i think it was just a whole like mindset switch too aside from like again physically changing but like whole mindset switch yeah that's that's absolutely how i try to look at things now is if something is a reality and something has to happen and will happen then you you accept it and you go forward and you right. just figure out how to make it work. And this right. is a reality for you. You know, you can't walk away from Crohn's and celiac. You're not going to pop a pill and then it's cured. It's something that you have to deal with every single day. So you just got to make it work. Right. And a, a lot of it also definitely came from when I did make my Instagram account. Like I was in a lot of group messages and obviously just like I had people in my um, DMs, but I had never realized how big the community was because like my GI would have been like Riley like we have a support group every Tuesday and I was like no like I was like no that's weird yeah I was like I don't want to sit in a circle hi I'm Riley and everyone's like hi Hi, Riley Riley. (laughs) (laughs) like no like I also pictured like the I mean to be clear I'm not knocking that for anybody i know a lot of people that go to support groups if that's great for them that is great for them but i am actually with you it's not it's just not a thing that's for me so i understand what you're saying right and i it kind of to me it came off as like a group therapy session where i was like i want to like 
at, at the time, I was like, I want to sulk. I want to like yeah. be in my world and like be yeah. alone. But then I made, and I also thought like some older people there, and I was like, I don't want to be like this nineteen-year-old girl around like six-year-old people. I still don't know who's there, but that was like my mentality. Where yeah. I was like, no, Ew. I get it. And you're allowed to feel however you want to feel about that, right? right? Like it was such a new, fresh thing, and you were frustrated and angry, and you know, there's no rules of how you should or shouldn't feel. You just feel how you feel. Right. So my first thing is I like made the account, but I didn't post on it. I didn't put like a picture up. I was like. It's there. Like, I'll use it when I want. Yeah. So then I went on Facebook and I joined, like, Facebook groups. And I was like, okay, this is actually really cool because we're sharing, like, everything. Like, everything's on those Facebook groups, which yeah. is good. It's like, okay, like, this is normalized, you know? Because I feel like a lot of having, like, IBD and, like, other, like, um, comorbidities. Now, like, now, tell the audience real quick, IBD, what does that stand for? inflammatory bowel disease so that's okay. like having ulcerative colitis and crohn's and you did have a surgery day. what was it in 2019 yeah so i had a um a bowel resection in 2019 and they took out like eight inches of my large intestine that was all wow. like the really diseased part of my crohn's so not to cure it yeah. but it took yeah. out like the worst part that was giving me flares and constantly sending me to the hospital and that um, helped you? Yeah. So I don't, I, to this day, I don't know if it was, um, my Remicade, cause I was on Remicade, like I said, I don't know if the, if it was the Remicade that wasn't well for me for my stomach or if it was both. But so I had the surgery and then right after my surgery, I switched to Antivio. And I think a year after my surgery, they told me I was in remission. So that's awesome. I, yeah. So it was really I, to this day, I was like, I'm so glad I did it because I was really nervous, but so I don't know if it was the medication or the surgery, a little bit of both that, um, helped. (laughs) So, um, we talked about the past. We talked about now. What are you, what are you looking forward to for the future? What does the future have in store for you? Are you a planner or are you a day-to-day person? I, I try to be a planner, but I really overthink it. Um, cause I, like what I just had posted on Instagram before we hopped on here, I was kind of like, I spend a lot of time, um, looking at what I should be doing or what I feel like I should be doing where like I have friends already finish up a master's program and I'm like, well, mine doesn't start till the spring. Like, so I need to take a step back and be like, actually take things day by day. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to work on (laughs) is not overthinking and kind of planning ahead but I kind of, I just want to, like, keep talking to people through our, like, Crohn's, like, yeah. use community. Like, I, as I was saying before, like, when I made my Instagram, I had so many people in my DMs, and they were like, you really are inspiring me. Like, you're this and this and that. And I was like, I had, like, that is so amazing. Like, I've heard that from students before, but it's, like, hearing it from someone that's, like, my age is like whoa you know and a complete stranger somebody that doesn't have right. to reach out to you yeah right someone that i had never met you know um so i just kind of want to keep putting myself out there and like hoping that it can like help anyone because when i ha- was first diagnosed like i had no one like i yeah. have a cousin on my dad's side with ulcerative colitis but she was older than me and she's been through it so it was kind of like I want to, like, I want to get your advice, but, like, I'm 
I'm dealing with due to two diagnoses right now, like kind of hard. So yeah. I just want to be that person that like, I know I didn't have yeah. <laughs> for other people. I love that. Literally like making my account. I know, like I said, it helps others, but it just helps me to like put what I'm feeling online and be like, it's out there and anyone that's going to read it gets it. Yeah, for sure. It's not like I'm putting it on like Facebook where like families and be like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know? What is going on? Yeah, uh, well, obviously it's working because like I found your page. I love the content that you put out there. Um, you yeah. know, I, I think you should definitely keep doing it. And, you know, you have a story and you are so young and you've already experienced so many things uh, that I definitely think you can be, you know, for other, especially other younger people out there, a, re a really relatable story. And, you know, there's this whole thing where when very young people get these things like Crohn's or celiac, whatever it may be, a lot of times they feel alone. They feel, oh, people that are usually in their 30s get this or their 40s or whatever it is. And, right. oh, look at this other younger person who has this thing. So, you right. know, I, I definitely think it's cool that you, you know, whether intentional or not, you're inadvertently sort of becoming a voice for younger people that are dealing yeah. with these things. So um, I, you know, applaud you and I uh, think that, you know, you putting yourself out there and telling your story is really amazing. And I thank you for coming on here and telling me your story and the audience. Oh my gosh, of course. I'll talk about it forever. <laughs> I know, right? It's like, we can go on. Um, but before we do wrap up, I like to do a fun little Q&A. Is that cool with you? I'm ready. All right. I love that. I'm ready. Give it to me. Um, okay. First question. Now, this is going to be interesting because we're talking about the celiac and everything. What is your favorite late night snack? It changes all the time. Like I fixate on certain foods. So what's going on right now besides those little picky things that you're obsessed with? Um, right now, salt and vinegar chips. Those are oh, hitting so right good. Now. Yeah. I can eat I can eat exactly four of those and then I never want another one again um, <laughs> until I want them again. Um, what is your dream vacation? Dream vacation. Um, ooh, that's good. I want to say I want to go back to Greece because I went to Greece in 2018. Very cool. Yes, but also I'd like to go to Ireland because I've never been there. So I okay. Two good choices. Uh, what is something that makes you sad? Sad? Yes. Uh, um, oh my gosh, I don't know. The first thing that came to my mind was sad music. <laughs> I mean, that's that's an answer. It's I like to... I that's something like deeper, I would say like... No, 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 no. That's the, the, like, po <laughs> the point of this is whatever comes to your mind. Okay. So, yes, sad music. That'll do... It does its job. Uh, <laughs> what, it, what is something that makes you happy? Um... Besides Salem strolling into the room and looking around and then leaving. I'm like under my bed right now. Um, <laughs> uh, right now, working out, working out, because I've been forcing myself to consistently go again. Because I was going through these phases of being like, oh, I'm so tired from work. I don't want to go to the gym. But now I'm like, you're going. So yeah, that's been I like a huge mood booster. And last question. What advice? Now, I know you're younger, but you know, you've lived a life already. What advice would you give your younger self? Oh, um, I, I think I would tell myself to stop focusing on the future. And like, like I said earlier, just living day by day, because I had 
like I said, spent so much time being like, oh, well, what about that that's coming up? Or what about X, Y, and Z? Or, oh, I should be doing this because everyone else is doing that. Like, I think I just need to be like, this is normal. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Take your life day by day because literally anything can happen. So, yeah. Something I, I something I always say is every day is all we have. Because oh, you, you, you never know what's going to happen. So you just got to yeah. enjoy each day. Yeah. I Very like cool. Riley, thank you for doing this. Um, thank you definitely, you. you're, you're super easy to chat with and you're somebody that I would love to check back in with in the future. See I how am. things are going. I you're am. like, I'm in, let's do it. Um, right, <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, what are you doing? What are you doing later tonight? Um, <laughs> but, uh, no, honestly, you're super easy to talk to. I love your Instagram. I'll put all the links to everything in it. Um, in my description, but you know, for, for everybody out there, um, once again, Riley's Instagram is underscore Riley dot health dot journal underscore. Uh, so if you want, check out her page, I strongly recommend it. Reach out to Riley, um, you know, with yeah. any thoughts, questions, anything, um, and then reach out, you know, to me, um, you guys know how to get to me, um, with any thoughts or questions, or if you have anything you want me to ask Riley, I'll be happy to do that. Um, yes. but absolutely yeah. thank you for doing this. This was a pleasure. I appreciate you. Um, and you know, everything that you're doing, I think is really amazing. Thank um, you. And, you know, I just, you know, hope that you continue on this journey of, you know, working with yourself and on yourself, but also really helping other people through this. So I think it's yeah, pretty awesome. Thank you. Very cool. So for everybody out there listening, if this is your first time here, welcome. If you're a returner, welcome back. And regardless of where you're coming from, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and I'll catch you on the next episode. Woo!